Welcome to Curious Coworkers, a responsibly different talk show exploring the challenges that arise when our interests conflict with our values. In this episode, Ben and I dig more into some of our paid time off policies, share some reasons why paid time off is good for you as an individual, and what maybe companies can pay attention to when making adjustments to their policies. We are excited to share with you here what we learned in that research. We hope you enjoyed the episode and go find time on your calendar to plan your next chance to step away from work. Ben, I'm so excited to be talking about PTO for a number of reasons, Um, but to help set the stage for our audience, PTO stands for paid time off, and there are so many ways that you can be using PTO, and depending on your company, they might offer it to you in a number of ways, but just so people are aware of what we're talking about here, we're talking about vacation days, paid family leave days, personal days, sick days, bereavement time. And some companies offer time off for volunteer days. But one thing that I want to really drive home is that the U.S. is way behind some other countries when it comes to paid time off. And the average PTO policy in the U.S. for employees that are working for less than a year or up to a year, they only receive 10 days of vacation time. And the average for people working after five years They only receive 15 vacation days after 10 years. The average is 17 days. And after 20 years, the average is 20 vacation days. How mind-blowing is that? I can't even, like, I don't know. I mean, especially knowing how hard people work, that's mind-boggling to me, for sure. I think especially coming from the perspective of the B Corp community and knowing some of the amazing and incredible policies, even in our own space. In fact, I'd kind of like to share some of our policies here, Diego, not as a like, look at us, we're so great, but more as a, you know, a lot of the policies that we have are because we've learned about them from other certified B Corps. A great example is we had Rob Todd, the founder of Allagash Brewing on the show, and we'll link to this in the show notes, but we had him on the show and he was talking about, they have a really cool volunteer time off program where, you know, and I might get these numbers wrong and this may have evolved for them. I don't know. So, you know, take all this with a grain of salt, but essentially in, in learning about that and in my conversation with Rob, we integrated some volunteer time off as well. And so now at Dirigo, folks have 16 hours of volunteer time that they can spend with the organizations they care about. And those volunteer hours also contribute towards our 1% for the planet commitment as well, which is really cool. That's one of the best PTO policies that I appreciate. And I think that as an employee, having control and a say in who you volunteer with, how you spend your time, but finding a way to connect it back to the work that you do as a company is so beneficial. So as an employee, I really appreciate employers that have paid volunteer time. Yeah. And what's really interesting, I feel like in the B Corp community, like it feels super common. I don't know. I don't know that everybody has that policy, but it, it seems pretty prevalent across the board. I agree with that. You know, and actually, I know Allagash takes it one step further. We haven't integrated this yet, but I, I think is a really cool thing that they do is that 
whichever employee kind of uses the most of their volunteer time off. I think it's, I can't remember if it's monthly or quarterly, but over a period of time or, or no, no, no. It's when they complete all of their VTO hours. If I remember right, all of their volunteer time off hours, they Allagash will donate an amount of money to what, to a nonprofit of their choice, which is pretty cool. I think Rob shared that it's often the organizations that those folks volunteer with that that donation goes to. And so that's kind of just like another really cool way that they're giving back and integrating volunteerism with their, with their values and supporting the local community, you know, in regards to some of our own PTO policies here at Deergo, there's a few here that I'd like to share that uh, hopefully, you know, and of course, there's always room for improvement and growth here, but hopefully in sharing these, it can inspire other folks and, and think creatively about how, how they're using uh, PTO. So just to go through some of our policies, our parental leave policy, we pay 100% of an employee's wages for up to 12 weeks to an employee who chooses to take parental time on arrival of a new child, whether born or adopted into the family. And that feels really important to us because we know that those early months, regardless of age of the child or or how the child is coming into this family, uh, are so critical and so important. And we really want to support our folks in that way. Um, and then after the 12 weeks, we pay 100% of an employee's wages while the employee works part-time, only 20 hours a week, for an additional couple of weeks onboarding and kind of reintegrating into work. Um because we believe that transition time is super important for both the new parent and the child as, as the parent returns back to work. But, and then I also really want to expand on just our general PTO. I think we've talked about our voting policies in the past. During the presidential general elections, we close the office. It's PTO for everybody the whole day. We also, in all during all other elections, whether it's primaries or local elections or what have you, folks have two hours of PTO to vote and do what they need to do. And we really strongly encourage folks to vote early so then they can also use those two hours if they choose to uh, for volunteering. We also have we also have some policies around victims of domestic violence. Uh, but I really want to dive into our PTO policy. Like many other companies, we do do PTO on an accrual basis. And we allow folks to borrow against the future within a calendar year. So for folks that have been with Deergo zero to two years, they get 15 days of PTO or 120 hours. If you've been with the company for three to seven years, you get 20 days or 160 hours. And if you've been with the company for more than eight years, you get 25 days or 200 hours. I really appreciate that people can use future PTO hours because I've never heard of that before. So instead of uh, feeling like you have to take a few short vacations, you're able to actually pull hours that you're going to gain in the future and use them in the present. And I really, really enjoy that. That's something that is new to me being here. And um, it's a feature that I'm, I'm already using and I, I really do like it. So. Yeah, Britt, that's a great point that like borrowing from the future, like within the calendar year is super helpful because sometimes folks, you know, want to take a week off in February, but it's in the beginning of the year. So how could you ever take a week off in February if you can't borrow from the future? Uh, and then just for folks listening, they're like, well, yeah, but how does that logistically work if somebody takes the week of February off and then doesn't ever come back or something like that, right? And to answer that, essentially the way that that works is you would, if you haven't earned that time back, then in the final paycheck, it would be, though that time would be deducted from their paycheck. It can also work in the reverse where if somebody hasn't used all their PTO and they leave, they can get um, 
paid out for some of that time. And what's really important to know is that in addition to those kind of buckets, we have two weeks during the year that don't pull from those bucket of hours where we shut the company down and it's a full pay full paid week off. So we take the week of the 4th of July off because for our business, a lot of our clients, a lot of the folks that we service are either taking time off or not available or any of that. So we figure we shut the whole business down. Everyone's paid for that week off and it doesn't touch their PTO banks. And then we do it again between uh, December 25th and the new year. We also close the office down. And those two weeks of PTO not included in the previous PTO that I mentioned are is really important to us. And we have found that it's some of the most restorative time for our team because no one is feeling like they have to peek at their email to figure out what they're missing or, uh, you know, keep keep an, you know, an eye while they're on vacation doing other things. It's really a great opportunity for the whole team to kind of shut it down and focus on the things that they care most about in their lives, like their loved ones or their hobbies or, or what have you. All right. So we're talking about PTO, but let's back up and maybe let's share with the audience why it's important to take time off and to make that time off for yourself. Mm, so important. And I think I think it's really interesting that even though in the U.S. employees on average are starting to take more time off, we're still only using a very few percentage of the days available. So why would employers ever think about giving employees more time off if we're not using all the time off that they're giving us? So to help raise the awareness of taking time off and how important it is, I always knew that when I'm on vacation, I'm a little bit more mindful of what I'm doing. But it was interesting for me to read in my research that when you're on vacation, you're breaking your daily habits of your like quote unquote routine. And when you break your da- your daily routine, it actually causes you to be more present in the moment. Mm. And I thought that was a really interesting stat that makes me almost want to like, Every day when I wake up and I go to work, like do it a little bit differently because maybe that's what's starting to drain on us after a while is we get stuck in this daily routine that we're so used to and we just go through the motions. That's so interesting. Um, Another one is I think we all know that going on vacation can help reduce stress, but to back that thought up a little bit, when we're working every single day, and we have these stressors that are coming at us from all angles, that stress is increasing the fight or flight mentality in our bodies. And when we're always in that fight or flight mentality, it causes our bodies to constantly be in a state that is a known lead of health concerns. So when you are consistently working 55 hours a week, It's associated with 35% higher risk of having a stroke and 17% higher risks of dying from a heart disease compared to those people that work on average 35 to 40 hours a week. So you really shouldn't be overworking ever. And when you always are in that high stress fight or flight mode, it's increasing your chances of these health concerns. That's terrifying. And I'm saying that as somebody who uh, I'm just going to own. I tend to overcommit 
It's something I'm working on. Hearing that stat, not to be whatever, did kind of just make my heart stop a little bit because, um, I don't know, this might be an overshare, but like last week I had my first panic attack and I thought I was having a heart attack. And yeah, I don't know. This feels like a really rude awakening that uh, feels really important. And I'm sure, I'm sure I'm not alone in that. I'm sure there are folks listening that maybe can relate to overcommitting and maybe creating undue stress on ourselves. Y'all, we got to be gentler with ourselves. Work-life balance. That's what it's all about. All right. I have a few more for you that we're going to – let's dive into. So taking vacation can also boost your brain power. Mm. Your brain, when it's completely relaxed, it's able to consolidate your knowledge better. So have you ever been in the shower and you have that aha moment or like you're taking a walk around the neighborhood? Yes. I actually have a notepad in the shower. It's like it's called like Aqua Notes or something. And there's like a little pencil in there. And because I feel like I do. Yeah, the shower is like one of my happy places. And that's because your brain is completely relaxed. And when it is completely relaxed, you can have more of those aha moments. Love that. That makes a lot of sense. Ben, I also feel like this one might resonate with you. But when you go on vacation or you're taking these holidays, it also improves your sleep because when you're super stressed, it causes you to have more restless nights of sleep. Yes. I think you might know me too well. And then again, I think we all know this, but when you do go on vacation, you tend to do the things that you love and that you appreciate. You're spending time with people that you love. Personal hobbies are really good to have outside of work. It tends to just make you a happier person in general. Um, And it's all about that work-life balance. So going on vacation will help lead to a happier lifestyle, but it also will help increase the U.S. economy because tourism and travel is one of the largest contributors to the economy. I guess to really emphasize taking care of ourselves and rest and all of that, in 2016, the World Health Organization found that 745,000 people died from heart disease and stroke Due to long hours. That's definitely a wake-up call for myself. I imagine it might. I don't know. I mean, I hope it's not a wake-up call to those in the audience. And I hope you all are taking great care of yourself. And I have a sneaking suspicion that that might resonate. So then, Ben, my next question is, do we know why people aren't taking this time off? If employers are giving it, but we're not using it, why are people not taking time off? Yeah, no, that's a that's a great point. And we dug into some research here that I'm excited to share. And the looks like the biggest one of the biggest reasons why 61% of folks are afraid of looking replaceable. And another 56% of folks felt they either had too much work to do and couldn't take the time off or they couldn't get their work covered uh, by a coworker. Looking at both of those statistics, 56 and 61%, I mean that's more than half of folks, which means that more than half of people aren't using all of their PTO. And, you know, at Dero, we have a policy where people can roll over 40 hours of their time into the next year. I, you know, it's really funny. I actually was talking to a friend about how I try to always like save 40 hours so I can roll them over. And they were like, but if every year you're saving 40 hours to roll over, like, what are you saving for? Like, the point is to take the time, Ben, like you should take care of yourself and take the time. So I want to, kind of echo that to all of you listening that like if your company has a rollover policy and you're like me and you're like you know a little squirrel trying to save nuts and roll it over 
maybe it's actually better and will serve you more unless you're saving up for a particular thing. You know, like maybe you want to take an extended vacation one year or something. I don't know. But for me, that's not the case. It's just I always want to like save it, which is really silly. Um, It's we got to use it. Ben, are you the type of person who will go on multiple short vacations in a year or will go on one longer vacation? That's a really good question. I... I I wish I could say I'm one of those people that takes a lot of short ones. Like, I, you know, I, I have people in my life that are really good at this where they see that, oh, there's a holiday because we also do a bunch of paid holidays. Right. And so they'll see, oh, there's a paid holiday coming up. I'm going to like use a couple PTO days around that paid holiday to like extend that time and like maximize that and like do something fun. Um, I am terrible at doing that. Uh, what I end up doing is I end up building around my family vacation. So like my family will they'll like plan vacations over a year out sometimes. So I'll know, like I already know where more than half of my PTO was going this year because there's like a week here, a week there. And then I've got just some other stuff in between, but um, yeah, I don't know. I wish I was better at the, what about you, Brett? I'm so curious. Like, do you feel like you're good at breaking it out or? I feel like more recently, especially with the pandemic and not being able to go long distances, I became more of the close to home, long weekend vacation type. But I will say it feels like I'm about to be transitioning back into that person who does go a little farther away from home. And if you listened to one of our previous Curious Coworkers episode, if I get on a plane, I really want to maximize the cost of that carbon footprint of that mm. travel and make the trip longer. So I will say it depends the transportation I'm taking to get to the vacation spot. And if it is a larger carbon footprint, then I usually am staying for a little bit longer. That makes sense. Interesting way of, of looking at vacation, right? Yeah. No, but I think that, you know, I think that's super valid and makes a lot of sense. Something that I just want to highlight that I am not an employer. Um, I mean, I I work for an employer, but I'm not the one ever looking at PTO policies and deciding how they get structured. So I found some of these tips and tricks interesting. So maybe I'll just quickly share them. And if we have any HR people out there, they'll appreciate them. But I thought it was interesting to hear that if you have PTO for your employees, an employer is less likely to see unscheduled absenteeism if you have that paid time off. And that's because employees will schedule their paid time off in advance. And when you have employees that are doing unscheduled time off, it affects the whole team a little bit more. Mm. So you lose that team collaboration aspect. Um, Also, when you have PTO policies, Employers are more likely to see that open and honest communication from employees and employees will be more willing to share when they are away from their computer because they know that they have that paid time off that they can use and that their boss or manager is okay with them taking it and using it. Also, a benefit for employees to consider when making PTO policies is that productivity really decreases when you're working these longer hours And when you're working many weeks in a row, and especially Ben, for us, where we're in this creative space and we're always asked to think creatively for our clients, 
the ability to think outside the box really goes away when you're working multiple hours, long weeks, long days, and you work multiple weeks back to back like that. So to the aspect of like, are you multiple short vacations or the long vacation types? Um, it's interesting to think that if you really are finding yourself drained at work or not able to think creatively outside the box, maybe you need a few days off to like reset, figure out, like connect back with yourself before you are asked to think creatively. And I know this from personal experience, but like burnout's real. Um, so you have to watch your burnout. Um, the interesting thing about burnout is if a lot of your employees are feeling that burnout, it's going to lead to a high turnover rate at the company. And like you were saying, Ben, about employees aren't taking time off because they're afraid of looking replaceable. If you have a high turnover rate at your company, that's going to lead to people thinking that they are replaceable. So it's really important to encourage your employees to take the time off so that they aren't feeling that burnout and you make your turnover rate less. But then also if your turnover rates are high, think about all the money that you're spending in training all new employees that are eventually going to leave because your turnover rate's so high. That's super real. And burnout can take a really long time to recover from. I just, I don't know, it feels really important to emphasize as somebody who has like definitely experienced burnout. I mean, I don't know. It takes a really long time to recover from it. And there's a lot of, you know, without getting too into like sciencey things, like there are a lot of really great studies out there on burnout and um, the recovery time. And and it's it's definitely an area where it's better. And I, I know I'm being a total hypocrite in saying this, but where it's better to take care of yourself and do that work up front rather than doing recovery work on the back end. And Ben, one of the things that I find the easiest to help with burnout is when you do take those small breaks. And as employers or managers, we should be encouraging our employees to take these small breaks, either long weekends or just longer lunch breaks in the middle of the day. Um, employees will pay more attention to detail, which will in turn save the company money from missing all of those small mistakes, silly mistakes that might be caused just from employee not taking a break or resting. Mm. You know, speaking of shorter trips, longer weekends, however you want to say that, I'm actually really looking forward to a long weekend this weekend. I'm doing a book retreat with my book club that I think, you know, especially after learning all of this and what we've just talked about, I think it's going to be very restorative and like restful. And I, I'm, I'm really looking forward to it. And I think it's, perhaps just what the proverbial doctor ordered. I agree with that. And I think as your colleague who is excited for you to take some time off and get that rest, there's definitely some some things that I can do to help you take the time off and encourage you to take the time off. So one thing that I want to raise awareness of is if your colleague is going on vacation, support them, offer your help Say, oh, set up your autoresponder email and tell people that if they need something immediately, have them have their emails come to me. Tell them to reach out to me. I think that going that extra mile to support your colleagues to take time off is really, really important. Something that I think you do really, really well, Brittany, that I want to lift up as well 
uh, and and share with audiences think about how like you know people supporting each other uh, is really thinking about systems and letting folks know that you're going to be out and setting like those expectations and and those support systems for folks um, in your absence. Maybe some helpful tips that we can share, Ben, with everybody is both for employers, but for employees is helping to raise awareness about PTO time. Uh, Usually at the end of the year, you either lose PTO or you're gaining PTO or you're rolling PTO over. And if you notice uh, that this is happening at your organization, raise awareness of it to other colleagues. Make sure people know that they're about to either lose time or gain time and encourage them to use the time that they do have. Absolutely. And I think updating employees often about the time that they have, especially if it's going to be changing is really important. You know, you get to the end of the year and it's November and it's like, hey, team, don't forget you have a ton of PTO. You know, so folks end up rolling a bunch over. But I think if we can all be better about like encouraging each other throughout the year to take that PTO and really plan it out and do meaningful things with that time. I think that serves everybody really well. And meaningful time is another way of saying like completely unplug when you are using your PTO. Don't go to the spa and then check emails right after. Don't Mm. lay in the bed at the hotel room and say, okay, yeah, I'll join a client meeting here or there. Like completely unplug Mm -hmm. so that you get the full benefits that I was saying earlier in the episode about mindfulness and releasing stress and connecting to the ones that you're with and staying happy. Stay in the moment of that vacation mode that you're experiencing. Yeah, absolutely. And I think for employers listening, offering a few types of PTO to show and demonstrate to the team that time off can come in many forms, right? So, you know, also thinking about the stress or anxiety that can come up if somebody is worried about, oh my gosh, well, what happens if I, you know, if if we have a, a kiddo coming into our lives, right? And like, what does that look like? And how do we navigate that? Like, if they know that you have a parental leave plan already, you know, really making sure the folks know about that. Same thing with bereavement, right? Like these things can come up and can be unexpected and can add stress to somebody if they don't know about the services that they have available to them through the company. And when people are getting ready to use these different types of paid time off, do your best to help lessen the workload around the vacation time. Don't don't put more on their plate and encourage them to work super long hours right before they leave for vacation just to get all the workload done. Figure out what isn't time sensitive, what doesn't need to be rolled over right away and see if you can push those meetings back or that project due date back to really help employees prepare to leave, but also make sure that they know that when they come back, they're not falling behind. Absolutely. And, you know, I think the other thing to be thinking about is how can we reduce turnover? And I know that reducing turnover is a huge conversation. In fact, actually, you know, maybe we can do a whole other episode on that at another time, you know, and things like having a comprehensive PTO policy you know, we're a small company. It's not like, you know, I, we have, I feel a, a pretty generous PTO policy. Of course, it could always be more, it could always be better in all of the ways. And part of 
that part of our like valuing our team and reducing turnover is making sure we have a good PTO policy because uh, it's also going to encourage people to take that time, right? And understand that we really value the folks that we have here and that we're we're committed to to investing in them in any way that we can. Another thought on that, like encouraging folks to take time off, I think a great way to to start that conversation is, hey, do you have any plans for your PTO this year? And if people are like, oh, no, I can't even think about that. It's like, well, look six months out, pick a week, put it on the calendar to take it off, and then you can decide what you want to do that week, even if it's just staying at home and you know doing a staycation. Like that can be really restorative and beautiful too, right? Yeah. So I think just schedule it, get it on the calendar, put in those requests. So to wrap us up here, we want to do our best, encourage you to use your PTO time this year. And I challenge you to also challenge your friends to use their PTO time. Find that work colleague that you love getting coffee with and challenge them to use their PTO time or have them listen to this episode themselves. Um, but remember that taking time for yourself is super, super important. Find what makes you happy. Find those people. Find that hobby. Find that activity, whatever it is, that place. And go and do it because we only have one life. Thank you for tuning into this episode. We appreciate you taking the time to be here. As always, we want to hear from you. If you have thoughts on this episode or any other episode, please reach out to both Ben and I at content at deergocollective.com. That's D-I-R-I-G-O collective.com. You can also leave us a review on Apple Podcast or rate us on Spotify. Thank you for being here. We appreciate you. Until next time, be responsibly different. This episode was hosted and produced by yours truly, Ben Marine and Brittany Angelo. We purchased this music from the amazing B Corp Marmoset Music. You can check them out at marmosetmusic.com. To learn more about us, visit responsiblydifferent.com. And to learn more about our parent company, visit dirigocollective.com. <laughs>